Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode 33. So, on Monday, it was my birthday. Like so many of the milestones we use to mark out the course of our lives, it is one of those celebrations that comes just once a year. Now, as we start to emerge from a pandemic which has disrupted the past 18 months, this year's annual celebrations are somehow both so different from the last as well as also being so undoubtedly in the shadow of the many celebrations delayed, disrupted and foregone since March 2020. Over the last weekend and this week just past, I have had the chance to spend time with friends and family and I've been so grateful for it. It's not been the big celebrations that we may have indulged in at previous birthdays, not the lively, noisy gatherings that would have marked my earlier years, but quiet, quality time. From countryside runs to barbecue tacos to bountiful breakfast pancakes to Prosecco and poetry to fish, chips and cocktails in a pub garden. This year's celebrations have lacked nothing in their quantity, quality or character. Perhaps it has been helped along by age, perhaps it is the spiritual anemia that comes from a pandemic which has kept us apart from those we love, but I feel nourished, deeply nourished by the quality time spent with special people and the efforts of others to make the best of the world as it is right now finding ways to make this birthday fit with all the swirling nonsense of whatever we're calling this stage of pandemic or post-pandemic life. This weird stage of life has certainly made me value people willing to make flexible plans. The ability to agree to spend time together and then depending on the weather, how busy places are and how anxious we each feel that day, finding something to do that fits and keeps all of us feeling relaxed and pleased to be in each other's company. So yes, our birthdays come around but once a year, and perhaps by the time next September rolls around, I will once again crave the crowded, noisy party atmosphere of extravagant celebrations. But it is our privilege to ask others to do something special for us on our birthday. And I'm very grateful that I got to just ask people to spend a little time this year. It's part of the annual ritual of my birthday that, as a family, we start to think about Christmas. Some people hate thinking about it so early, some love it. I'm mostly the latter. I certainly like to use my birthday as a chance to start planning for the biggest family meal of the year. Of course... For those of us who lived through last year's Great British Christmas disaster with Boris's promises made and then destroyed by tiered restrictions, this year's Christmas is undoubtedly shaped by the emotional burns of having our hopes lifted and cruelly dashed last time. So planning this year feels a little strange. It's hard not to be excited 
it really feels like a proper Christmas is much needed. The full works. Just having missed one, it feels disproportionately out of balance and like a full family Christmas is even more needed than ever. But it is also so hard to shake the hurt of having to cancel so much last year and the worry that this year history could so easily repeat itself. There is little choice other than, I guess, we just have to sit with that discomfort and let what happens happen. Calling back to last week, it's just another thing on the list of things to do one step at a time. But it is taking up just a few extra mental post-it notes than it would in other years. It is another thing to give ourselves a little grace about. Of course, another annual event happening right now is the return to school and university. Working in education both with schools and at university level means it's a busy time with so much kicking off and getting started. This year feels quite strange. Firstly, it feels more busy than usual. Much like the need for a cracking Christmas, it feels like there's a real pent-up demand for more to happen this year. But also the planning of such things still feels very difficult and particularly long-term planning still feels very challenging as the shape of the future ahead feels quite unimaginable. There's a lot I'm looking forward to getting back to. There's a lot I'm feeling very anxious about too. I'm working on being able to sit with that complexity of feeling. I'm working on being able to be flexible in my planning. And still, from last week, working on taking things one step at a time where it's needed. It's been helpful for so many of the little things, but also in making the most of the bigger milestones that come just once a year. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. You can find the podcast on social media at Life After Vax, V-A-X on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out for a more meaningful connection, you can drop me an email. Hi at lifeaftervax.com. Until next time.